0: Today's daf is daf Kufdalad, page one hundred four, and the Hilgim and this is also the final daf in the twelfth parak of our Masechta. And we hope to be able to get through the parak. We are up to Hahu Yaima All right, Hahu Yayma, the Nach Sheh, the Rebbe. This is the very top line on Kuf Rama Aleph. and we're going through what happened. Uh, the day that Rebbe passed away, so here we go. Hahu the Rebbe. The day the Rebbe passed away, Godzir Rabbanan Tanisa. The Rabbanan established a tiness. They established a fast. Uboy <speaking in Hebrew> Rachmei, and they davened for Rachmonis. What do you mean they davened for Rachmonis? They lost the protection in this world of Rebbe. Uboy Rachmei, they davened Viomri and they said the Rebbe. Nobody should say Rebbe died. Anybody says Rebbe died, Yidoker <speaking> becheret <in> should be it should be cut by a sword. Okay? Why? Because they they wanted that people shouldn't know about it and therefore um, they'll daven for him. People knew he was sick. They'll, they'll uh, daven for him. And uh, if they continue davening for him, that'll have an impact, perhaps even on bringing him back to life or on having a, an impact on the world. They want the tefillah, to exist in the world. Now Rebbe, we know that Rebbe was the leader of the entire Klal Yisrael, and therefore, people really relied on him and relied on the, uh, to, to be a, uh, and, and his chosim, to be the proper protection or to be, to be added protection. Obviously we have tefillah, which each person is obligated to daven directly between them and the rabbi of Shalom, but, you know, the, this was a very meaningful uh, leadership that Rebbe had, so they didn't want people to know that he passed away, so that they would continue davening. <speaking> Soka <in> amse the Rebbe legra The the amsa of Rebbe, the maid servant of Rebbe, went up to the roof. Amra and she said, "Al The upper world's wanted Rebbe. The lower world wants Rebbe. may it be the will." That Rebbe live in this world and not the next world. When she saw that uh, that um, Rebbe um, went into the bathroom a lot of times, see, Rebbe hadn't died yet; he hadn't passed away yet. So he was he was having issues with his stomach, and she sees that that um, he was taking off his tefillin constantly. And he was in Sa'ar Umrah, she said You know, maybe it's better that he's not alive In this world But the Rabun still Continued to daven for his well-being So she took a kuzah She took a jug And she threw it From the roof Onto the earth, onto the ground And at that moment they heard the noise They stopped davening and because they stopped davening, the the Rebbe Rebbe passed away. Rabona the Rabbana the Rabona said to Bar immediately after Rebbe's passing, Zil uh, uh, actually they didn't know yes. They said Zil Ayin, go 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 check at him. Okay. Now they knew that they stopped davening because of the noise. They wanted to see whether he's still alive. Also Ashkei the Nachnafshei Bar went. He saw that Rebbe was no longer alive. Kare the Levusha he tore kriya, he tore his garments. And he turned his garments backwards this way. It shouldn't be noticeable right away. When people see him, they shouldn't see. He didn't want to be the bearer of bad news. And he opened and he said, the malachim, the angels, and the tzaddikim, they've grabbed the Aran HaKodesh, the Holy Ark. The Malachim have overcome the Tzadikim. The Nishpa Arana Kaddash, and the Aaron has been taken into captivity. Omru they said to Bar Kapara, did Rebbe die. Omar Luhu, listen, I didn't say it. Osun ka amrisu loi loy You're the ones who said it and I'm not the one who bore the bad news. Meaning, I, if you figured it out, Hitaka passed away. At the time the Rebbe passed away, zokav Eser etzpa'isav is an incredible story because we know Rebbe was Zeichel He had the merit to have the table of Torah, and he had the merit to have the table of wealth. You know the Gemara tells us elsewhere. The Gemara says that a yajim person who wants to be a chacham in Torah should face the south. A person who wants to be rich, be wealthy, should face towards the north where the Shulchan was. So my father acharon lebracha would ask, "What happens if you want both? What if you want to be a wealthy Tamil chacham? Which way should you face then?" And he would say, "I believe in quote Rav Pam that you can have both. Rebbe had both, but you can't want both. Meaning, you have to have a priority. Something, your your mind, your focus has to be. You could choose. Where do you want your what you what you want your priority in life to be? You want to be a chacham, face this way." You want, to be a, uh, you want to have uh, the Shulchan of Parnasa Face the other way. You can have both. Ultimately, the B'Rod going will give you both. But what's my focus? What's my goal? Rabbi Lameisa, his goal was Tyra. But he was Eichelishtei Shulchanes. He had tremendous wealth. And when he died, he opened up his ten fingers. Klape towards the heavens. And he said, Reba'ynei You know that I used my hands completely for the world of Torah, and I did not experience uh, uh, even um, an ounce of pleasure for pleasure's benefit in this world. Meaning, everything that I did, my focus was on Ruchniyas. That may, may it be your will. That there should be shalom. There should be peace in my final resting. Yatzobasco of Omra, heavenly voice came out and said, "Yavoy shalom." He came with shalom. yanuchu al and he will rest al on their laying down, meaning on their resting, uh, on their resting places. So, Abasco came out and let and let everybody know that Rebbe was a tzaddik, and Hitaka had. His eternal rest. Says the Gemara, It should say on your resting place. Why does it say, um, Instead of saying, Al The term that we used is, some, On their, in plural, resting places. Why doesn't it just say about yours to, to Rebbe? So the Gemara says, Who quoted, rab ben banshallam bishoshah tzadik nefte min hailem at a time where a tzadik passes from the world and rimlahiye shorei the vnei kedish baruch god every angel saying in front of because is baruch banshallam tzadik plaini ba a tzadik has come to this world and bare he says to them your void tzadikim veyitzolakrosit let the tzadikim already here go greet the tzaddik that's coming to the world vaimrim lai and they will say to the tzaddik that's showing up, Yavai B'sholim, you come with peace, and then each of the other tzaddikim go back to their resting places. And therefore, when Rebbe came, it's letting us. When Rebbe passed away, it's letting us know they all went. All the tzaddikim came to greet him, and they went back to their resting places. Omar Rebbe Elazar, Rebbe Elazar says, tzaddik nifta Whenever a tzaddik passes away from the world, Shalosh Kitay There's three groups. <coughs> Excuse me, Amalachim who come to greet the tzaddik, one group says to the tzaddik, come in peace, you're coming in peace, yeah, they're coming to greet him, one group says, you've walked, you've walked on the straight path, and the third group says, you come with shalom, and they will all rest, on their plural resting places, when a Russia passes from the world, three groups of Malachi Chavala, destroying angels, come and greet him. One says, "Ain Shalom," there is no peace. God says to the wicked. And the third and the, and, the, and the second group says to him, "You will lay down with sadness." And the third group says, Go down, the as and lay down with those who are areilim, those who have covered over hearts. Okay, so you know uh, that's ultimately our choice. What's going to be at the the end of time, depending on the decisions that we make during our time in this world. Let's keep going. We're up to the mishnah now. The first medium wide line. On Dalid um, Amud Aleph, we're going to enter a fascinating Gemara now, which is going to take us Be'ezus Hashem to the end of the parak, and we're going to discuss the halacha of a widow after her husband dies who does not collect her ksuba right away. At what point do we say that she lost, or do we ever say that she lost the rights to collect her ksuba? So fascinating Mishnah with two um, two differentiating approaches. Calls man, says the severe. if the widow remains, now it shouldn't remain, if the widow moves to her father's house, after her husband passes away, she doesn't remain with his family, she goes back to her family. She can keep collecting her ksuba for as long as she wants. Why? Because it's owed. You owe me a ksuba. I didn't collect it yet. Ah, it's 20 years later? Yeah, so... Who says I need to collect her right away? She can collect her ksuba 50 years later. However, if she remained in her husband's home, see here it gets interesting. Ready for this? She has the ability to collect her Ksuvah up to 25 years. She to See, if she lives in her husband's home for 25 years, you can't stop her from giving away lending uh, ingredients or giving things away from the home, you know, when she's doing spring cleaning. We assume after 25 years, the amount of items that she's given away, according to estimation, is going to be about the amount of the value of a ksuba. And therefore, after 25 years, the inheritors can say to her, oh, you can't collect your ksuba. You already collected it by the stuff that you gave away by your own decision. Very interesting. So she's by remaining in her husband's home for 25 years, they could basically deduct that amount. David Mayor Mishum Reb This is the opinion of a mayor quoting Reb Shimangil. Now, what's interesting to note, and what we'll get into, Mr. Shem, is what about partial? Is it like 25 years your bust? What happens if she does 24 years? Could she collect the total amount? Or could the inheritor say to her that, hey, you took majority of your ksuba? What happens after one year? Could they deduct? Fascinating, uh, you know, uh, fascinating conversation. We'll get into the Merzah show. Fine. So first opinion is, if she takes her time collecting her ksuba, if she left the home of her husband and moved to her father, she could collect forever. If she stayed in her husband's home, she only has twenty five years. That's her mayor's approach. with the Chum argues. The Chum say it's the opposite. The Chum Rebbi, the say, as long as she's in her father's house, she could collect the kivva forever. in her father, she moves to her father's house, now she does not have forever. She has twenty five years. After that, we assume she's Michael. Twenty five years after that, it is Mechila, and she's not allowed to collect. In, you know, twenty six years later. Mesa, let's say she dies, Yasha Suvasa Ad Asim So then the inheritors also, they're Maskirunksuvasah. They uh, you know they they also have twenty five years from whenever the Ksuva is from whenever the Ksuva is spoken about. Fine. That's the uh, that's the sefa of the Mishnah and the opinion of the Chacham. Says the Gemara to explain the Mishnah. Abaye says his how How can you give a flat twenty five years? You need you see women had different values to their ksuba, and also they're different. You know, a poor woman is not going to have as much to lend out as a wealthy woman. So how can you just give this if it's all dependent on mitzias on reality of using up their ksuba, What's the understanding? Of Rav Meir's blanket twenty-five year rule, a rich woman's going to have more to give away than a poor woman, and there's also different values of Ksuba Amarle lefum gamla shechna. Yeah, he says according to the camel, that's how much um, that's how much of a load they're able to carry, which is basically that everything everything balances out. For example. A poor woman who has less to give away, true, but she probably also received less of aksuva. A wealthy woman who had more to give away, true, she also probably had more of aksuva. According to the Campbell's alone, and therefore, the 25 years is the same estimate, no matter who. That's the searching for information, the Rebbe According to the mayor's opinion, mahu shalish. Is it a flat 25 years? What happens if it's 24 years? What happens if it's 10, 10 years? What happens if it's one year? What happens if it's a month? Do we say we deduct the amount because you probably uh, gave away to the neighbors or whatever it is, you did a spring cleaning? It says the Gemara at the end of that, Shaila takeo. Rebbeer is not clear. We don't know if it's all or nothing and she does mayor. Okay, two dots. The Chum say the opposite, right? Remember the Chum said, if she remains in her husband's home, she could keep collecting. She hasn't given up on it. If she moved out of her husband's home, then after 25 years, she cannot come collecting it. What happens if she comes before Shia 25 years in? Then she collects the Ksuvah. After Shia 25 years in, she cannot collect Huxuva. Why is that one minute before Shia or after Shia gonna decide whether or not she's Michael? In other words, the shaila is Abay is asking as Rebbe, Rav Meir says twenty five years mechila. He's like, come on, come on. That one minute, the moment she entered the twenty fifth year, a mechila happens. Mechila happens that one minute. Like, what's the smart, What's the background logic over here? A says to him, In call me this chachamim. In call he? Yeah, this is how the kham work. Meaning, whenever the cham give a measurement for something. They, they, uh, you know, they, they make a specific time. Barbam saw tevil. You could, you could, a mikveh is forty saw of kosher rainwater. Barbam saw chasser kortov. and Basically, if you're going to put a limit on something, yeah, sometimes there's going to be that defining line that determines when something is when time's up or when time is not up. Okay, and this happens. This happens in our lives too. Right, you you have things that go on, and you you're waiting for somebody. Waiting at a certain point, you got to make a move. You got to make a move. You got to make a decision, right? And they come back later, like oh, but I wasn't ready. All right, the boat the boat sailed without you. <laughs> it's tough. At a certain point, it, it is what it is. You see me by a mikvah. There's a minimum amount to make it kosher. So too, when the twenty five years are up, that's the number given. Shkia passes. Ah, I am only ten minutes late. Tough. That's it. Last letter. The olive pays. You were my Rabbi Shmuel says the name of Rab. Hey, Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Yosi, the son of Rabbi Yosi, gave Edus of Rabbi Shmuel. He called Rabbi Yosi. Where do we say after twenty-five years she was Michael or Ksuvah? That's where there was no Ksuvah that came out in a bezda. Av well, Starksuvah Yitzim mitachas But let's say a uh, star came out in bezda mitachas yada underhand, meaning she she brought a document. To Bezdin, Then she could collect the forever. Okay, meaning, if she takes her suva to a Bezdin, 15 years after marriage, and then it just keeps dragging on, and now was 25 years after marriage. So, there's no mechila here, because she brought it, she gave it over to a Bezdin. You only have up to 25 years, no matter what. No matter what. Aye. She has a document. So what? You haven't done anything with it. It doesn't matter who's holding on to the document. Rav Rav that's a challenging question. Balchayev goyev bahazkara. could collect a debt without haskara. Without an announcement. What do you mean without an announcement? If, so, if I borrow money from you. And now it's 27 years later and the lender comes to collect the money, I can't say, well, 25 years have passed. It's like a ksuba, and you never came to collect it. You, you have no right to come to me 27 years later. It doesn't, you, you actually can collect 27 years later. Hey, what's the case? If there's no shtar, so there's no debt at all. It's got to be, there's a document. It says about chayv, there's just because he doesn't collect doesn't mean he's Michael. But by, uh, by an almana, we assume there is a mechila. Yeah, there is a uh, a forgiveness. So you see that um, even if she's holding on to a document, you're still limited to 25 years. Even though you have this document that, that could be collected in Besnan, which is a kasha on, which is Rav is asking a, uh, a question on Rabbi Huda Amarav's statement. And it's the Gemara, who Ma'isla, love, who Ma'farakla, asked the challenging question. He also answers it. He says, that really we're dealing with no star is in existence, Vachamayaskinon, and in the case over here is Kishachayav Maida. The borrower admits. He admits, he admits he owes the money, and since he admits he owes the money, he's going to owe it, and he's going to have to pay, even though there's no document that's still around fine. Now, since we're not dealing with a document, there's no cash on Rav. Since Gamara, Vama Rebila, but Rebila says, and again, Rav had said, Rebidam Rav had said that she loses her ksuva after 25 years, when no ksuva came out under her hand in Bezden. But if it did come out under her hand, then she has forever. So we're challenging that. Vama Rabbi Loh says, Shainin, we taught grusha reik B'Kabal Khaiv. A grusha, a divorcee collecting her ksuba, is like a balkaiv. Now, he what's the case? It If she does, if she's not holding on to her ksuba to collect my gavya, how's she getting her ksuba at all? Ella the the It's gotta be she's she's um, holding on to a ksuba. So there is a document here. And she's a grusha. And we're still saying that after 25 years, there's no automatic forgiveness but maybe after, by, by an almana, by, you know, by a divorcee, she's going to want to collect, but maybe by a widow, she doesn't, she's meichalit to the family, she's meichalit to the inheritors. Again, you see from here, that after 25 years, we assume mechila by an almana, by a widow, as opposed to Rav, who says that if it's tachas, if it comes, tachas yodeo Bezdin, she's not meichalit, here you see you are. The Gemara says, ha'chanami of No, He's agreeing, he still owes her ksuba. And again, Rav's case is where there's a document. Here, there's no documentation. It's a different story. There's no question on Rav. Okay. Rabbi Yisik says, Tani Rabbi Huda Mastisa Bar taught in the yeshiva of Barkoza. So, Rabbi Yehuda is teaching in his father's yeshiva. He says, Tavok if uh, if she's Teveya Herksuva, if she makes a claim on Herksuva, top of Amud Bez, then we restart the twenty-five years. So fifteen years after becoming a widow, she comes she, she mentions Herksuva. She wants to collect it. And then she kind of drops it. The twenty-five year count restarts. She doesn't only have ten more years. But um, if a shtaksuva comes out under her hand in bezdin. She could continue to collect her ksuba forever. Okay, why? Because again, she shows up with her ksuba. She showing if she wanted to be michalit, she would have lost her ksuba somewhere. Why? How she's how she's producing it in court? It must be she was never michalit. Now, this not only is not a question on Rav; it's a riot to Rav. It's a proof to Rav that as long as she has a document that she could bring to court, it's tachas yadel. It's in her hand. She shows up to court. It's uh, even after twenty five years. She has rights to collect her suba. Beautiful. Okay. Says the Gemara a story. (laughs) Shalach le Rav Nachman bar Rav Chista. Rav Nachman bar Yaakov. Rav Nachman bar Chista sent a shaila to Rav Nachman bar Yaakov. Yilam dinu rabbeinu, Rebbe, please teach us. Is the machlekes in our Mishnah when she's holding on to a k'savah? Suva? she'ing Yeah, or even if, or is it only by a case where there's no star that's being produced? Meaning, if there's no star, she can still claim her k'suvah. First of all, I want to know where they're arguing, and second of all, I want to know who we possibly like. Shalachle. So he sent back to him. If there's no star, if there's no document, that's where we have mechlekes. If she continues to hold on to the document, she can hold on to her forever. And by the way, if you want to know who we paskin like, we paskin like the chachamim. Now what the chom say in the Mishnah, that she's limited to 25 years if she leaves the household... If she never left the household, she remained living in her husband's house, then she could continue to collect her k'suva even after 25 years. Okay. Says the Gemara Viter, to continue on on this Psaq, Kiyos HaRavdimiyun HaRavdimiyun Dimi came to Bavel. Amar B'Shem Ben-Pazi, Amar B'Shem Ben-Levi, B'Shem Ben-Kapari. K'or B'Shem Ben-Pazi, K'or B'Shem Ben-Levi, K'or B'Rak-Kapari. Laish Hanue Allah M'Ana Masayim. The 200, uh, I'm sorry, the k'suva that we pasken like the Chachamim that you could continue to collect, if she remains in her husband's house, that's the ikr ksuba, the main amount, 100 or 200, avoteh as far as the added, uh, commitments, stipulations, in the ksuba, yeshla, everybody will agree, even after 25 years, she gets it, she's not maychala, the extras go tandem, goes in tandem, goes hand in hand, with the ikr, with the main amount, the rabbi Avo. I'm sorry, Dama Rabbi Ivu. Dama Rabbi Yanai, Rabbi says name of Rabbi Yanai, Tanai Ksuva, Ksuva Dami, like we learned earlier, stipulations and conditions that are put into a Ksuva is considered the Ikra so whatever halacha is going to be on the Ikra is going to apply as well to the Teisefes of whatever additions there is. And therefore, if the Allah is that she loses her k'suva, she's not able to collect her ikra k'suva in 25 years, she'll lose the additional commitments as well. And if the Allah is that she won't lose the, the Ikr k'suva, she will not lose the, the, uh, the extras. Imar nami. we learned in the b'risa similarly. Amarav, amar amar Amarav. So it's, a, it's actually, a, it's not a b'risa, it's just a statement. Because we have, these are early amiram. L'ayshonu elamonu masayim. There's only the Ikra Kshuva, but the Yeshla. she gets the added, uh, the Tsefah, whatever was added to the Kshuva, she could keep collecting, even after 25 years. We don't assume that there was a, uh, we don't assume there was a Mechila, a uh, forgiveness. Amalei Rabbi Abba, Amalei Rabbi Yabba, the Huna Rav Hanu, the Huna Rav, say that's halacha? Amalei, Ishtiqan Kamrat, are, are you asking me? I don't mean, did Rav say it? Are you saying? Did Rav say it like sarcastically? Like I'm wrong? Or are you? Um, or is because hashkai means you want me to drink, which means you, you really want to know, right? Is this a rhetorical question, or is this a real question? Amarlei, Ashtik on so No, I'm, it's rhetorical. It's rhetorical. Meaning I don't. I don't really believe that uh, this was. Uh, this was Rav's approach that there's a difference between the Tesefas, the extras, and the Iker amount, the main amount. Okay. Says the Gemara now, a story. And this story is going to take us down to the end of the parak. Very uh, f- uh, fascinating story that has to do with a woman collecting her ksuba after waiting a, a uh, period of time. So here we go. Alright, we're up to Hamasid Rabbi Hiah. Two dots. There's a long story it's going to take us to the end of the parak. Hamasid Rabhiya, the mother-in-law of Aricha, the father, the mother-in-law of Rabbi Aricha. Intas So his mother-in-law was his sister-in-law. Meaning. Ready for this? He, he married. His sister-in-law's daughter. No problem with that. His brother married a woman. And he married the woman's daughter. This woman was an almana beves aviyah. Okay. So interestingly, his brother died. She beca- he inherited his brother. So his mother-in-law was the widow of his brother. So he's going to support her. He took care of her for 25 years. Let's from left 25 years his Esther. Havli Miss uh Umrale uh, she said to him Havli Mizaini I want more Mizainness. Amalla less lak mizaini. My 25 years are up. I'm done. Rubkhia Ariha says I don't need to give you any more any more uh, money. Havlik Suva? Give me Suva. Amrale let me zani yes tag lik Suva yes I don't got to give you anything. 25 years are up. You were Michael Laksuba. I fed you. I'm done. Tove ledina to Rabbi Barshila. So she took him to Bezden. And the Bezden of Rabbi Barshila. Omerle, Rabbi Shina said to Rabbi Chia. Emily, say to me. Ezi gufa de The exact story. Hechi Havi, What happened? What's been going on for the past 25 years? Amaleh So you said... To the Besdin, Zanisa, I fed her. Esther b'chamishnim I fed her for twenty-five years that she was living in her father's home. B'chaye demar, and I swear by my life, or I swear by your life, my master, the bechavtai, de bechaspai, my safest on my shoulders, am Tailo, I carried her. I carried it, meaning I've been feeding her daily for 25 years in her father's home. If you want to know what's going on, that's what's going on. And he's saying I carried it by saying we have a very respectful relationship. I'm not out to get her. It's just it's not hers anyway. She has no rights to this. Omar Lehi says to him, Time of my what's the reason that the Rabban says Why why the Chum say that when she remains in her husband's home she could keep collecting because she's too embarrassed. She's too embarrassed. They've been taking care of her, and now she's gonna go collect the ksuba from them. She feels bad doing that. Since she didn't do it, it doesn't mean that she was actually Michael he says to him, incredible because you've been showing her proper kavod for 25 years is a reason why you still owe it to her you say, aye, ah, she didn't collect the kshuva you know why? because she feels bad, she knows the amount of kavod you're giving her she's going to go and, and now mun you for money she's not really being michelous she's too embarrassed to ask you for it <laughs> you gotta keep paying. You, you gotta give her her kshuvah. you need to give it Aye, why didn't she collect it? Because she was embarrassed. Lai ishka, he didn't listen to this p'sak. Kosavla adrachta, so he wrote a a um, um, a, a letter of gathering anichsei against the property of Reb Chia. didn't listen to the p'sak bezdim of Rabbi Barshila. So Rabbi Barshila said, "Okay, you're not listening to the p'sak bezdim. Bezdim's going to take away your stuff." Also, L'Kameda Rava, so he came in front of Rava he's trying to get some backup over here saying that Rabbi Barshila was wrong in his psaq he comes to Rava he says Rava Rabbi Barshila gave me a wrong psaq I don't want to listen to it here's the story what's the halacha? listen the Bezdin you went to Shapir gave you a good rule they were right we so, right, you got to pay it. Um, so now the widow speaks up. She says, Let him give me back the Paris from the day that Rabbi Marshila gave the ruling until now. Okay? Meaning that. You know, I had uh, the the previous bezdin gave rights for me to collect, and he didn't let me collect it. So, he, you know, that land, went any value that was gained or produce that came out is mine. I want that too. Amar la achvi li adrachtech. Show me the show me the star from Rabbi Barshila. Show me the document. yavakosav layavikosavla. He saw that it wasn't written on the bezdin's uh, wording. The following words. The words of the Ishtamudana Elu de We know that this property is from the is from the state of the brother, meaning her original husband. Um, it uh, the document is not written correctly, and therefore I can't paskin that you have from the you, you gotta follow that psak, but because the way the documentation is, the wording does not allow you to retroactively collect that produce. Amralei, um, she said to him, Tezil ad e, Drachta, put aside the Shtar, the document, de uh, ad ad hashta. At least let it be from the day that people knew forget the day that they wrote the document, Let's, let me at least collect from the day that it became public that he owes me the money. Because then for sure, anything since then he owes me. Amar Allah, he says to her, honey, me the like siv that's when there's no mistake written ba'adrachta uh, in, uh, in the document. But where? D'chsiv there's, uh, there's a written mistake. Ba'adrachta in the document. lamba. So you have no rights to collect using that document, meaning the psaak of cutting your ksuva is correct. But no, no, nothing that's gained through the document itself gives you any rights. Amr she said, But aren't you the one who has the opinion that when a document is, uh, is written incorrectly, all we say is that it is a to-sofer, it's a mistake of the cipher, of the scribe. And you a person could continue to collect in that fashion, meaning if the halach is like me, the halach is like me. Bezdin the uh, Bezdin Rabbah Barshila didn't write it in properly. That's not my problem. I should still be able to use any rights that a normally written document should give me. L- let me let me collect. This you can't consider that to be a mistake of the cipher. Why? The Baha Afilu Rabbah Barshila to'i me'ikara. Because Rabbah Bar is the me'ikara, the original mistake is stemming from him. In other words, like this. The psaq, the ruling that they gave was a valid ruling. Okay? However, the way it was written in the, the psaq itself was you could collect property of the brother and Rebchiyah. That itself is a mistake in psaak, and therefore that whole Psaq is not valid. The, your rights to collect Kshuva is valid, but where to collect from is not valid. And Mameyla, you don't get any produce. Tai ciphers, when the scribe makes a mistake, when the paisik makes a mistake, That I can't tell you, I can't give you that. Very, that's, uh, that's very logical. Alright? So it's a fascinating story because you have a, a number of uh, mistakes here that were made as well as, uh, you know, th- th- there's a lot happening. It says the Gemara, who suffered hani hani Vahani dideh that the, the Bezdim, the original Bezdim had thought that Rabhia had all the property ma'li mahal, ma'hani ma'li ma'hani and therefore it doesn't really matter which field she could collect from but this is actually a mistake. Why? Because sometimes a widow will go out and be and, uh, the land. Bring gain. Um, improve. Make the land better. And um, if something that she owns she'll make it better. But something that belongs to her husband's may get worse. Okay? Why will they get worse? Because she knows that she's not going to hold on to it in the long run. And then the yisaimim, the inheritors, will say to her, "Take your property, and give me didi, my own property." Because if you allow her to have access, you know, if if, uh, if if we allow other people to choose which land she takes, so then she'll improve land that she expects to get. And and uh, forget about the other land, and then they'll say to her, you know, you take the, the land that hasn't been worked. We don't want that. Vasi and to uh, give a widow land that's uh, worse off is going to be laws against bezin. People are going to say that they don't that a, a, a Bezdin and halacha doesn't care about an almana, They don't care about a widow. And therefore, we don't uh, we don't permit a circumstance to come about that um, that uh, uh, will we'll give her what we'll call the short end of the stick. Okay, Memela, the Chacham say any uh, any land collected by a document uh, written against all of the property is if it's done if it's done improperly. It's not going to be valid and we're going to have to rewrite the document. There's no specific uh, the, the, there's no specific upper hand that the inheritors have over the widow. Hadron aloch hanayseh. Hadron Allah hanayseh. Hadron Allah hanayseh. We'll return to you, Perek We'll return to you, Perek We'll return to you, Perek hanayseh. Mazel Everybody finished the 12th Perek of, of uh, Ksubis and BeEzras Hashem, uh, you know what? Let's just start the next Mishnah just to give ourselves a little bit of a head start for uh, for tomorrow. Here we go. Uh, we'll just read read uh, one line from the Mishnah. There were two judges of decrees that were that were uh, situated in Rushalayim. Admain, one was named Admain the Chanan Ben Shalim. Hanan gave two decrees and Armin gave seven decrees and tomorrow Hashem, we will get into this mission of what these decrees were, whether they were valid whether everybody agreed with the decrees uh, why is that stuff they're situated in Rishlaim it's really a beautiful, fascinating uh, fascinating, fascinating perak. and um, the emesis this is also the um, this is also the final parak. Of Xubis. So we're about to embark on the 13th and final Xubis, And We will pick up from here tomorrow. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening and a Guten winter, everybody.